Hi, welcome to Foresight, Exploring Thought and Ambition with Prob and Caden. Caden, give me a rundown of your week. Oh, straight onto the spot. Well, obviously, the main part of the week is the Evansville competition. I'll let you talk about that, though. Like, I genuinely feel like the Evansville competition is like it. I feel like it was some mental exercise for the exact things that were, uh, I don't know, declining for me. And, and what, what things were those that were declining? Uh, just. I mean, I, I I think first we should describe what the Evansville competition was. So basically, the the Evansville competition was a um a competition in Lower Indiana. Uh, the University of Evansville hosts it every year, and it's for high school students with a, a great a great idea, a great product, or a great business to come pitch it um to a panel of five to six judges, and um you know the judges have a way of scoring, and you know whichever team does the best. Uh, wins and the, um, it's first second and third place and um, first place gets a full tuition to the University of Evansville second gets a 27k per year and third gets a 23k per year scholarship and me and Kaden got third in the competition so yeah. and um, we went with quick sports the app um, me and Kaden are building which helps you find players near you to play sports with so yeah check that out uh, yeah, so Caden, which things were declining? And, uh, and what were you saying? Yeah, which, which things were declining that you're talking about? Okay, I mean, it, it, and you were talking before about dying of cringe, right? But pretty much, I, I, oh yeah, so I was pretty much like horrible at the Evansville competition. Like I couldn't like remember anything. Mm-hmm. It was like horrible, horrible. Uh, I feel like that's just like sort of uh, the overall state of, uh, I don't know, at least my brain or my memory at the moment. I mean, my memory's always been like pretty bad, but that was just horrible. Mm-hmm. Really embarrassing. But I'll say this: after the Evansville competition, and sort of, you know, after the first day at least, like I feel like the parts of my brain that were uh, uh, atrophying, atrophying, uh, declining in effectiveness, uh, were I don't know, it was just good mental exercise. I feel mm-hmm. right. I mean, and they, they literally show right. I don't know if I told you this example before, but well, they they say that uh using different parts of your brain like will actually like increase the size and like the capabilities of that area of yeah like like expand neural pathways and stuff no but like literally like taxi cab drivers their hippocampus is larger than like yeah i read that I, where did you read that yeah. i read that too i think it's in atomic habits it's oh yeah 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 right I, I, I think it was yeah yeah and the mathematicians have more gray space in their brain which mm-hmm. helps with computational things yeah. so i mean it's it sounds cringe when I say, oh, like exercising my brain, but like genuinely, I felt like it was pretty good. And I've been uh, pretty good as far as like being really conscious and thinking about things and, mm-hmm. you know, all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I've been great this week. Okay. How about you, Prob? How about you? Yeah, well, um, the Evansville competition, of course, that was, that was the major highlight of the week. Um, of, of course, you know, uh, we, didn't, we didn't win. So like any other team, we were, we were literally, you know, a bit sour about it, but um, I mean, after a couple of days, it was it was fine. I I understood what um the first place team, um the guy did especially like what what he did that was good, um in the first couple of slides, um basically um the, the first place guy for those for those of you who don't know, he did an um an app that helped people learn about um invisible disabilities such as people who have 
sensory disabilities. They um they can't hear well. They have an increased hearing um capability, things like that. So it's an app that educates people about that. And so um I went over it the pitch uh, video with my dad, and he was like he was like the first two slides that highlighted the problem. He was like when when he read those two slides out when he like did that pitch, the judges probably already decided that he's gonna win because those first two like slides. Like he got the emotional connect with the audience. And when he when he talked about Brantley, um, basically in the slide he talked about this kid named Brantley who had um, invisible superpowers. And he um, it, was, it was kind of a metaphor. He called these people superheroes um, uh, when they have like you know invisible disabilities like this. He says it's actually a superpower, and that like you know really probably emotionally connected with the judges. And he he presented it very very like well too. And so I, I can see like you know why. Um, the judges automatically connected with that pitch and um, ultimately voted it to win. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I think, yeah, also pitching, um, great practice. You know, even even though we didn't win, it was amazing practice. You know, memorizing, uh, two people memorizing a seven-minute pitch and doing it, you know, off the top of our heads, that was, that was pretty valuable, I'd say. Um, connections, I guess we, we met some people there. So that that was good. Um, yeah, I spoke with a couple of the professors, which I've added on LinkedIn, and so I think that'll be a valuable connection. So my my LinkedIn is like perma band. I think it's not, yeah, yeah. They want my passport. It's the profile photo, kid. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> Shout out to the University of Evansville, though. Uh, all the people there were like really great. Yeah, we had a little campus tour, and like the people were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The campus tour was was like was great. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be like just the classic, you know, like you know, come come to this university, but it was. It was, it was pretty genuine. The The girl who took us around was like, you know, pretty passionate about it. So, you know, I appreciate that. Mm. So. All right. What's yeah. next, kid? Talked about Evansville. Oh, yeah. So now I got to talk about my thing. Right? Mm -hmm. I, so this, this might be a part of the part of the pod now. Because, you know, we got to have some finance centered stuff, right? And I think we both have uh, investing portfolios. Or mm. At least I use that. Well, I mean, basically, like, I'm out of the market right now. Everyone's talking about recession and stuff. And I mean, that, that's not a part of the reason, like, really why. But, I mean, that's obviously, like, a factor. But as far as, like, uh, portfolio updates just in general, for BPA, right, Rob? So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's Business Professionals of America. I think I told you uh, about the investing simulation. Yeah. It was, like, it's an event that they have. And that ended on Friday, like, last Friday, I'm pretty sure. And we got third place out of 175 teams. Like it, it's like a nation national event. Mm -hmm. And so third place, like that's not bad. Right? No, that's, that's, that's like good. Really yeah. Good. I think we're going to nationals on it. I mean, and it was 24.9% in like a month and 22 days, which is crazy. Right. But like how we did it is actually hilarious. And I, I just want to tell you about this. Okay. Like we made, I think it was like, 17% of that. Oh, so first, like how it works is there's 175 teams. Every team gets $100,000 to invest. You get stock, you can do stocks, bonds, and uh, just basically everything but like cryptocurrency and options, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So like our, our thesis was just to do like the most volatile stuff because a month and 22 days isn't that much. All right. So we were just trying to find the stuff that was going to move the most and just sort of like place a bet on it pretty much. That way we could like either be first or last. Right. And so pretty much, so there was this company, right? Or so there's this company, it's called Bit Brothers Limited, right? And its ticker is BTB. 
And basically they did uh, what's called a reverse split with their stock. And so uh, let me read this real quick. Um, so the reverse the reverse share split uh, caused or is it's expected to lead Bit Brothers uh, Class A ordinary shares to trade at approximately 15 times the price per share at which it trades prior to the reverse share split. All right, so pretty much they were doing this weird like financial um, thing, which was pretty much just gonna, they're gonna give one stock out for each. If you have 15 stocks, you get an extra one. And pretty much what's that's gonna do is make the stock trade at 15 times the price originally, right? Mm -hmm. Well, so it did that and I was keeping an eye on it, right? Cause I saw it and I knew this was gonna be a bunch of volatility in this, right? Cause it's just this random company. Yeah, it's a it's a Chinese tea company, like they make tea in China. Mm -hmm. All right, that's what it, that's what's the, that's what this company is. Okay, so I was keeping an eye on it, and so it hit the fifteen times mark, which is like where it was supposed to be, but then it went all the way up to seventeen times the original trading price. So I'm thinking to myself, that's a whole two hundred extra percent right there, or that's a whole, yeah, pretty much, that's a whole extra two hundred percent right there. This just added on top just because everyone's looking at it, everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna buy into this. So I'm thinking that that's not the true valuation, right? I don't know what the true valuation is, and I can't really I get that information very easily. It's a Chinese tea company, but I just thought it was like overpriced. So I put a short with the maximum amount that we could on the portfolio, right, which is 20K. So I put a short position on it, 20K, and instantly it kept going. We were down like 100 something, no, nearly 100% on it. And so we were in the last place in the simulation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, because that was our thesis, right? We were either, we were, we were either going to be first or last, right? Mm -hmm. And so, if I, if I had bought it at that time, we would have been first. And I already kind of spoiled the ending with the us ending up in third place. But pretty much, it went back to zero, mm -hmm. like nearly. Okay. <laughs> and that's just like hilarious. So now we're going to have to go to nationals and give a presentation about like why we did the things we did to make the money. Oh, really? Okay. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm. We're going to be trying to explain like our investing thesis that led us to buy this company, Damn. which was initially down like a hundred percent on us. That must be fun. Yeah. Where's, where's nationals? Uh, I think it's California this year. Got you. Oh, but anyways, so this is, this is like still on the topic of Bit Brother Limited, right? So like I said, they used to be a tea company. They used to be a tea company. Recently they've become like a Bitcoin and uh they pretty much become like a Bitcoin kind of mining company now, mm -hmm. a blockchain. They became a blockchain company now. And so when you go to their website, like if I look at their website right now, when I click on products, right? I'm just going to list these out. It's hilarious. All right, you have Bitmine, which is like mining Bitcoin. You have CoinDBank, which is just like probably like a like a, a bank for that stuff. CoinDPay and a BTB Wallet. And then below that, you have Catering and Milk Tea. They're still selling their tea products and doing catering, but they're also, you know, on the side. They're just yeah. Blocking. So how how did you find Bit Brothers as this random company? How 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 did you come upon it? Well, like I said, I was keeping an eye on like the volatile like things, and when I was looking, well, I I did like a, a I don't want to sell my sell myself short, like because I did a ton of research and I get made an Excel sheet of all the companies that were doing earnings reports or doing stock splits like which in turn those are going to be the most volatile companies in the investing time frame that we had and that was one of them and mm -hmm. so i was just going through one day just looking at all the stuff and i saw that that was like the highest uh i don't know it was the gainer 
is one of the gainers of that day, which just means it was going up a lot. So I looked into it and I saw why it was going up a lot. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Keep an eye on it and see what happens. So that's sort of high. Okay. And, and what was your, what was your return in that one in, in like in your period? Oh, it was 24.91% of the overall portfolio. I can pull up that one position. I think it was, uh, let's see. You should have test, dude. My Tesla stock is up sixty percent since I bought it like a month ago. Dude, I know. I thought Tesla was going into the ground on the stock because of Elon Musk and stuff. Yeah. Like, because he hasn't even done anything to acknowledge like his uh, like I don't know, obsession with Twitter recently. Let's see. All right, I can't find the the PL the profit loss percentage on it, but yeah. I mean, the portfolio is great. I mean, I wish I could do that in my personal portfolio, but mm -hmm. we were literally down like nearly 100% on that one trade, which is like 20-ish K. And so it's just a very volatile. You know, dude, BPA I, sounds I great, man. I, I, I want to get in on this one next year. Dude, sign me up. Man. Dude, it is so fun. <laughs> Plus, uh, like all the seniors are moving out, so there'll be like a ton of them. But, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I probably wouldn't risk it in my personal portfolio, like risk being down a hundred percent on a trade just for it to like. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't short anything on my, in my personal por portfolio, man, no matter how confident I am. So that's... Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, have you uh, read anything from? I've not read anything. I'm not going to lie. I've, um, after the, you know, bunch of memorizing and just, I, I don't know why we, we started, uh, making the PowerPoint and uh, writing the script way too late. Like we we had two months of prep time, but for some reason we just started like a week before. And yeah, we kind of thought it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was, it was pretty serious though. We like you know we crunched that in a bunch. And I realized I didn't get any AP coursework in so the past few days. Just you know catching up, making sure I'm not behind time on that. Giving myself um you know space to actually study for the exams. So yeah, I've been doing that. Um, reading has been like. I'm still on the same page I was on Intelligent Investor that I was like two weeks ago. So, oh, wait, where have you got, what page are you on? Uh, like, where have you got? 35. If, if you're like, what? 35. 35? Yeah. Dude, okay. Uh, I'm glad you brought back up Intelligent Investor, right? Because I don't think I've talked about this, but I stopped reading Intelligent Investor yeah. at like pretty much the same place that I did the first time I picked it up. And this time I can like put into words why. Mm -hmm. At the time before, I was like, I don't know. I just set it down. Didn't think about it. But this time, I don't. I don't feel like the information that is within the book is relevant to me today. Right? I don't Ooh, understand how Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett would. I, I, who, I, I don't disagree. know how he read it at nineteen, and he was like, "Wow, I find this so applicable to my life." And I'm this. This is the holy grail of like investing. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, different times, right? Is like he he's like talking about what like buying bonds as like over fifty percent of your portfolio. Which like if you look at any anything now like yeah yeah even even in the even in the first like thirty five pages he talked a lot about like you know like you know like seriously considering bonds but nowadays I don't hear like anyone talking about bonds as like you know like a good investment strategy and um, that can that can bring you profits that are worthwhile so that was that was different to see in that book yeah he has chapters on chapters of bonds and chapters mm -hmm. on chapters of mutual funds and mm -hmm. everything I I think it's good to get the general ideas from it. Right, but 
Yeah, I read up to chapter eight, the critical or chapter eight or nine. I don't remember the critical chapter. And after that, I looked, I just looked at the, the, I guess the index of the chapters that were after that. And I was like, all right, what else am I going to be reading in this book? I was like, oh, like nothing, nothing applicable mm-hmm. at least. Like maybe when I like start like reinvesting and I, I'll try to do valuations, right? I have this security analysis book. And I think, I honestly think that would be more applicable than intelligent investor. Because then it's like actually telling you something. I feel more useful. Okay. Like telling you how to like come to evaluation of a company. At least that's what I think the book is about, isn't it? It's, it's called security analysis. So, so okay. I think, but I just don't think it's very relevant to me. Like there's other books, which I could be reading, which would either be more entertaining or be providing like instant value to my life. Dang, talk about that instant gratification, Caden. Oh. Instant gratification. I have plenty of time to read this book later on, right? Especially like, because it's not relevant. It's just completely not relevant right now. All right, so I'm I'm probably gonna finish the book. Um, you know, just because just so I can say, I read I finished the Intelligent Investor, right? Um, and you know, it's just an iconic book. I got got to live up to Warren Buffett's expectations. You know, he's been my idol since I was a a, a young wee boy. So I have to finish it. Really? Um, Warren Buffett is an idol of yours? Dude, I, I remember when I was, I was in like, I don't know why, like my dad, when I was small, he used to talk about Warren Buffett all the time. And like, you got to read this book on, on Warren Buffett. You got to do this. I'm like, Warren Buffett is like, he's worth $50 billion. There's no way. He's like the coolest person ever. And all he, all he did was invest in stocks. Man, this is easy. I love Warren Buffett. And so like, I remember I was, I was like eight and I had his picture um, as a wallpaper on my Chromebook. And everyone would like ask me like, who is that old guy on your on your computer? Like, like, who is that? I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, I, I thought I was so cool when I said that. You don't even know. But yeah, I, I finished it. Um, up next to my reading list, I have got to finish Meditations, Marcus Aurelius. I have Influence, a big thick book, Good to Great, Smarter, Faster, Better, um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, um. I'm, I'm going to give How to Win Friends and Influence People another read. The first time I read it was um few years. Have you read How to Win Friends and Influence People? No. You haven't read it? Okay. Very iconic book. I read it a few years ago, and I, I thought it was super overrated. I thought, I thought a lot of it I already like kind of knew or just you know, subconsciously acknowledged. So none of it seemed new or like extremely applicable. The only thing I remember from that book was that um never forget someone's name. Because, uh, like, uh, he said a uh, famous quote from the book, a name is to that person the, the sweetest, most uh, be- beautiful sound in any language. So, you know, remembering someone's name is the least but the most important thing you can do to, like, cement, like, um, a relationship. So that, that was the one thing I, I got from that book that's, like, you know, applicable, and I, I try to do as much as possible every day. So, um, but, but everything else, it was like, I... Like I said, it, des- it deserves another reread, but I... I think I, I apply most of it in my day-to-day life. So, but yeah, it's been a while. What's on your reading list? Or are, are you reading something right now? Yeah, yeah. I've been actually getting through a book, Rob. I sat down Intelligent Investor, and like I feel like I could have picked up the dictionary and started reading it, and I would it'd be more of a page-turner, <laughs> honestly. I'd be like, oh, what is this word? Oh, my, that is so interesting. Genuinely, I think so. But no, I've actually like gone through... I don't know, more than a quarter of a book called The Organized Mind, mm-hmm. oh. 
which is like honestly super good. I've got like a ton of quotes, but like definitely not time today, but super, super good book. Uh, I'm going to finish it like probably this week. Yeah, this book is uh, infinitely more applicable <laughs> than Intelligent Investing. Probably okay. now and forever. Huh? And no okay. hate towards uh, Benjamin Graham to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you you really just like, you know, was, were, you know, not respecting his grave for the past five, ten minutes, but, you know, it, it's okay. It's okay. It. I'm just saying, as a, as a young child, I don't feel like uh, his, his book is currently applicable to my life. You know, later okay, on, fair, I'm managing a hedge fund. You know, I might... I might like flip through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I've been reading that. I just, that online library thing that you showed me, I just downloaded a book from that because I dug up this Kindle. It was underneath my dresser, right? Mm-hmm. I, I got it. It was given to me as a gift like a long time ago. And I was like, screw that. I'm not going to pay for Kindle, like Kindle, audio, whatever, premium. Mm-hmm. Like, I just never used it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I pulled it back out and I downloaded a book. Uh, very legally and <laughs> i put it on the kindle and i'm probably gonna read it sometime it's called the peak what is it it's called peak performance something peak performance and it was recommended to me by this uh pga like guy who oh, was, so, so so you you can download websites from the the you, you can download books from the the very legal website we talk about and then you can put it on the kindle it's basically what i did as i downloaded it i legally converted it to a pdf and then i sent it uh, as an email to myself, and I just went on the Kindle and opened it and downloaded it. You can open it emails on a, on a Kindle? Yeah, I think what? I had to like download some shady email like <laughs> app from the App Store. It was probably reading all my emails that I get. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, yeah. And but no, hear me out. When I when I clicked on the PDF in the email, it opened it up in the Kindle like software. Hmm. Like in the Kindle ebook like professional software so that's kind of crazy so i might actually use the, the kindle dang i did not know that that would actually be very very helpful like very because i mean dude honestly because because if, if you have the kindle that's like what how much like 50 bucks now and you just get yeah. like all all your books from the that completely legal website and just put on the kindle it's like reading a book with no money dude that's dang that's a good idea all right, all right continue I continue I, I just got interested in the whole kindle thing but yeah continue yeah, I thought it was a good idea. But now, like, I don't know, my bag is going to be so heavy when I'm going to school now. So I'm going to have, like, two two tablets mm-hmm. and, like, so much stuff. Going to. But, yeah. Been reading that. Organized Mind. Um, uh, that's pretty much it. I saw Avatar 2 mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Yeah. And as I have, uh, I've, I've previously stated my opinions on uh, movies on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, but I thought that Avatar 2 was, you know, it's worth a watch, right? Because Avatar 1 is easily in the top five movies for me. Yeah. Right. And you're already laughing. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I think they're great. Because I, 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 I see, I think those are like really work of arts and it's like something that I can actually appreciate, mm-hmm. like watching. But I, I went and I saw Avatar 2. I thought it was amazing. I had to pee for the whole entire movie. <laughs> Dude, after the movie, it was visceral, I'm telling you. But um, no, seriously, Avatar two was a great. I thought it, I thought it was a great movie. But it, it's kind of strange right now because now I'm having like an identity crisis, right? Because <laughs> I, I kind of almost feel like the second Avatar might be like on par or a little better than the first one. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't feel like it was like truly like 
that good of a movie, I probably wouldn't put Avatar 2 in my top five. Mm-hmm. But for some reason... When you, when you compare it to I Avatar like it 1. Might be better. So I feel like there's some nostalgia that's attached to Avatar 1. And that, that might be why it's in the top five. Because if I think that the second one is like on par or a little better, why am I struggling you know, to put it up there with the other movies in my top five? Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't know. I know you're very strongly opinionated on Avatar 1 and 2. So I'll let, I'll let you take the floor. Yeah, um, I mean... Out. I thought Avatar 1 was was a good movie, right? I thought, you know, visually it, it was great. Even for today's standards, I think it was, you know, visually fantastic. But the Avatar Way of the Water, like, that was that was beautiful, man. Like, oh my gosh, I saw an IMAX, IMAX 3D. It, it was like, dude, some of the scenes were like, dude, is this real? Like, like the, the, the scenes where um, um, the, the guys were on the, the water things, like the, the water creatures, and they're like going on them, they have like... Their, their hand is holding the thing like and the close-up shots of their hand and like and the rope and the creature it was like i cannot believe this is like cgi or animation like how it was it was so visceral like in avatar one there, there are some sequences when where where you can be like oh that, that looks like, like like a bit odd there like that that, that you know thing could be like a bit tweaked like you know and, and and some some scenes in avatar one look like look like they're like like a, like a ps3 video video game right really? but yeah dude, dude i mean if you watch it now like some some of them did very few but avatar way of the water it was like dude it, it I, I felt as if there's like another planet where, where this actually happens and james cameron and his crew like went there and just like all shot it in real time like, that's that's what yeah. it felt like it was it was crazy yeah, the water physics and animation again they they were actually groundbreaking with this movie and the way that they did their water. Yeah. That's still like one of the hardest things to animate. We don't we still like just in a mathematical and like actual sense, we don't fully understand how water like interacts with other objects and the space around it. So like obviously animating that is like pretty difficult, but yeah, just stunning. Yeah. Now now to the flaws. Okay. Um yeah. I thought I thought the third act was a was a bit drawn out. I I, I think it was it was a bit too long. I, I got a bit like uh, can we just like you know get it over with? Like I, uh, during the third act, I got a little like, you know like a, a bit bored. No, especially the the part when they're in, when they're in the last ship that's like sinking. Basically, that was like I was like bored out of my mind, man. Like like just end. All right, we get it. Like you know, family, you love each other. You know, someone's gonna die. You know, just, just get it over with, right? But well, no one died. Right? Okay, I mean, yeah, if someone died. What, what do you, what do you mean? Alert. No one died. Okay, spoiler alert. All right, but. So what what's your definition of the third act of this movie? It was it was once um, um, I mean I'm pretty sure there's like there was like a dictionary definition for what a third act is, but um for and I'm not exactly sure what 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 it is, but it's in this movie I I think it's um when that last battle starts. So when like all the like the clans or not the clans all like their tribe comes together and like fights the, you know the the white people and the. You no, know, whatever the the humans, right? Well, I mean, technically, there were there were avatars, right? Yeah, there were avatars too. So, so yeah, there were the mix. Yeah, mixed avatars. Okay, I actually don't feel I I don't I kind of disagree with that. If anything, I feel like the second, cause, so if that's the third act, right? Then the second act of them like integrating into the water tribe, I feel like if anything, that one was the one that was drawn out. But mm-hmm. I feel like everything was kind of important there. Uh, you know. Think about it a little more i don't fully remember the first act that's probably because when i like that's when i like really really had to be like i feel like kind of settled down so that's probably why but yeah i, I actually now when i think about it yeah the third act like the whole fight scene in the ship going down because i think they rescued their kids like twice 
alone in the third act, and then they probably. Got that's, that was kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, se second second act was probably my my favorite because because first act was like you know just just the change. That, uh, it was you know because most of the first half they were still in like the land part, and you know like you know, the, the people the the avatars are getting you know remade from the other. I don't even know what, like what was his name the 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 general guy. He was you know getting put into the avatar form. I, I'll get to my beef with my major beef with that plot point later, but you know first act was like fine right. It was it was just fine. And the second act was, like, what I truly thought was a beautiful and immersive experience. Like, even though, like, there were some sequences that um, it might not have been great to make the final cut, I thought it really added to, like, the characterization. And just, like, just, like, I don't know, it, like, for a second, it was, like, it was, dude, it was, like, more than a film. It was, like, like I got transported into the universe, man. During that, during that second act, um, yeah, the, the scenes where... Um, the their their younger son goes with the you know the, the bully kids and he goes out there and he meets the whale all that stuff was like dude, just beautiful man and like seeing shots with him swimming with the whale were like oh my god like like visually I've I've it was it was um, by far the most stunning movie I've seen right and I, I I think most people would, would agree with that but uh yeah yeah what was your favorite act of the movie my favorite act. I honestly, I feel like the first one was like, was like pretty strong as far as like story beats. Cause I really liked the way that they did the family. I, I don't think there was like the normal tropes of family. Like I didn't like roll my eyes or anything really. Mm -hmm. I mean the, uh, what is it? The like ignored son or the unappreciated son or like, you know, the younger brother who mm -hmm. doesn't live up to his older brother type. But, I mean, that, that was kind of like, oh, oh boy. You know, like seen this a million times. But other than that, I, I really thought they did a good job with the family. It reminded me of Planet of the Apes a little bit because it really flowed seamlessly into this movie. I thought they were going to have some troubles with that, but no, they did. I think they executed the family really well. So I, I like the first first act. Second act was all right. I mean, obviously visually stunning. The track, the soundtrack was great. Yeah. I mean, let's hear your major, major. Okay. Do the, the, the spider character, the, the, the normal, like, looking, the, the human boy. I hated his character so much, man. They pulled him straight out of a Disney Channel show. I swear to God. Like, like I want you to think about it and tell me I'm wrong. But they pulled this, dude, straight out of, like, a Disney Channel movie or show. It was such a cringe, annoying character. I, I wish they had spent more time writing him better. It was just very annoying to, to watch him just interact with them and like pretend to be one of them that whole thing was like just un like unbearable it was like i couldn't do it um okay my major what i was what i was gonna say my major beefs with the first act man the, the entire like plot i guess i've i've beef with like how um the the general gets like regenerated as an avatar and comes back like really like they couldn't have thought of anything better that is like the most obvious and just non-imaginative thing they could have done like like i said visually stunning but like dude just having him come back like this this is this is, this is like it's not it's i mean it, it's worse than um the avengers endgame thing like you know how like they went back in time right i think they could have done something a bit more creative with that but this was just like oh he, his mind was stored as a hard drive and he got put back into an avatar now he's back can't they just do that an infinite amount of times it's like, it's like they ha they have the, the hard hard drive somewhere with this like m a memory brain in it right and they have all these guys this thing so like like, like what's stopping just just immortal life you know what I mean 
They can just keep regenerating these guys. Well, the thing is, right, it's technically not immortal because it's just their previous memory. So that, that person, that organism is still dying, right? Sure, just, sure, they're, dude, they're but like... programming a new organism with their mind. But, let me but, but still, that, that's 95% of someone's memories and like everything. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... I, but that, that's far from a mortal life, but... That, that's pretty this, close. Right? I think... So when I first saw that, right, and instantly, you know, I, I sort of had the same... I'm not going to say I had the same ideas of you as you, but I acknowledged those ideas. But when I thought about it, I think it fits canonically into the universe, right? Because James Cameron, or uh, what's his name? Sully, mm-hmm. Mike, Jake Sully. Uh, yeah. Sully, in the first movie, he, his brain is literally transported into the body of an avatar through a tree. Okay? So that, that sort of sets up this idea of, like, transporting a mind into another like organism i mean first off, they did it with a tree right so like having his memory externalized on a disc and just plugging it into the organism or the shell of an avatar i mean that, that's not too far to reach right so it, it it gets a check mark in the canonical like section for me is it sort of cringe to have the same villain i mean the same the villain just just yeah. a, just a revenge it's story kinda, from the like for, for how genius of a mind james cameron has like don't you think you could have come come up with something a bit more creative like for, for the first movie even though it was like the, like a seemingly common plot the way it was executed was like like good enough for like all of us to completely overlook that it, it's 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 a pretty like okay plot but it was it was like it was like, okay the way it was done the characters everything like like made us look past that it's okay it was it was a great movie right but this one it was just some like Ah, oh, I, I wish they'd they'd spend more time. You know, maybe coming with like maybe even a new villain. Like I, I wouldn't be too too mad with that, right? That would that would be fine. If it was written correctly, but just just the same guy regenerated. That was that was a bit a bit lackluster for me. But. Okay, okay. Here is my problem with it, though. Right. So I agree that having the same villain just regenerated into an avatar body. I mean, at least he was put into an avatar body, not a human body. Because then that would just be like just really. <laughs> It added some more new, like I guess, nuances to it. Not that much. He was pretty much the same exact character. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like they could have played around with the idea that he is not like fully his previous version. Like he is missing some memories, but uh, they didn't do anything with that. So my my problem is that he's gonna be the villain of the next movie, right? Is he? But that is. Yeah, because because he survives at the end. If he's the villain of the next movie, I I I, I don't know if I'm if I'd want to see it, to be honest. Yeah, so that's my problem. I he should have died at the end of this one, right? Yeah. Spy, Disney Channel spies. <laughs> Disney <laughs> Channel boy kid had to come like save him and be like a Disney Channel kid, bro. This is just, like what I'm saying, man. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like th- that is my only grievance. I I feel like he did well as as a as the I guess the enemy of the story. Right. I mean, could could they have used a new villain? Yeah, definitely. But like, I, I don't know who that would have really been. Just probably another person from Earth, mm-hmm. right? Who's just trying to take over. I mean, I, even I, like I even like 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 issue. even like a movie that was like if they did like a civil war between two clans, I think that'd be much more interesting than just this guy's a villain again. To be honest. Well, I think the clans are trying to like unite right now. That's sort of the hey, dude. Exactly. Fight. If like when the clans, the clans are trying to like unite, and there's there's something that happens in be- in between them that just starts this major conflict. I think I think written correctly, that would be a much more interesting film than like a film with just Quaritch again. No, no matter how good they write it, right? So, All right. Okay. hopefully, is a bit more major beefs. Um, 
So yeah, I think I made it to cover it. Like, you know, just regenerating quartz. A spider was annoying. Um, the length didn't affect me at all, to be honest. A lot of people were complaining about like how long the movie was. I I, I didn't I didn't feel it until like you know the very end. Right? I I didn't need to pee. I didn't need to like get up and go. Or, like, oh, I'm bored. Yeah, but it, yeah, length wasn't too 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 uh, much of an issue. Yeah, that but those those two were my um. Yeah, about my only beefs. Yeah, any other beefs from you? I mean, I have beef with the theater I went to, right? When when I bought a bottle of water, first off, it was like $5. I, Why'd you buy a bottle of water from the theater? You can just bring your own water bottle. Okay. That's on you, that's on you, man. I don't know. That's on you. Okay, okay. That's not the beef. That's not the beef. The beef is they gave me such a big water bottle. It was a liter, right? Mm -hmm. It was like a liter of water. And like... So I'm like, I'm going to drink that, right? I'm mm -hmm. a very hydrated person, right? So I drink like half of that liter before the movie starts, right? Mm -hmm. And then I have to pee. <laughs> and this whole movie is just water splashing sounds. Like, <laughs> I know I, it's like cringe me bringing this up, but I'm telling you, like, like, that is a problem with this movie. I think the length is a problem because of all the water noises that's going on. Like, it's just natural to like, like I don't wow. know. How you didn't that, have that is like completely on you, but. Bro, I probably got like that is funny. Track. I had to hold it for like three hours. <laughs> that is just great. I but I feel like the movie could have been shortened up. Just like Interstellar, which is another like superb movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like there are some scenes which go on too long. Mm. Right. I could have been I could have been like a two hour thirty minute movie. Like if they shorten up that third act, yeah. like you were talking about. Yeah, but, but what? what yeah, continue. You know, so something that's kind of strange for me is um. You know Grace, who is the the lady head scientist of yeah. the first movie. Her daughter in this movie. Her yeah, that daughter. that was like I, I don't know I don't know how or like why that's happening. I mean, we'll get answers in Avatar, uh, three, but that that was that was a, that was a decently like somewhat intriguing idea. No, I, I was I didn't fully buy into it. Like, oh, like that's that's so cool. How is she doing that? How is she like crazy and like knows all these things? It it was like yeah, sure, all right, yeah. Have some space to be explored, but okay. Yeah, so, what, what are you rating Avatar to? I mean, it sounds like your grievances with it weren't that serious, right? I'd give it a um, an eight, eight, uh, 7.5, I'd say. I can live with a 7.5. It is a sequel, so yeah, you can't like expect it to live up to the original. Yeah. What do you rate? What do you rate the original just to put on a scale? Original and eight. An eight. So this yeah. one's just point five worse than the original. That's fair. I I need to do. I'll, no, I, honestly, w w when you say it that way, like, no, nah, no, nah, it, it can't be just point five worse than the. It was a solid like one point worse than the original. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. We'll do original eight point. Yeah, original eight point five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original, other than just just a somewhat basic plot. No, no grievances. So original eight point five. Uh, this one's seven point five. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I need to do some rethinking of my uh, movie ranking. I'll probably do that with Charlie in like accounting class or something. Because mm -hmm. like, like I said, I'm having like an identity crisis with Avatar One. Right? I mean, I, 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 Avatar I, One, I I know you give it like like a ten out of ten, but well, maybe like a nine point five. Nah, there's <laughs> no way it's in your top top five and you give it a nine point five. That does not make it any was, sense. But like I said, I acknowledge that there's probably a nostalgia factor. Mm -hmm. Anyways, anyways, probably last topic, right? Mm -hmm. Just uh. 
leave this on a positive note with both of us smiling ear to ear. Let's talk about a, a truly wonderful movie, mm -hmm. a nine point five in my opinion, <laughs> that I just saw the other day. Arrival. Arrival. A masterpiece, a man. A piece. It's a piece of art. It is truly. It really is. I I don't I I don't know what you're saying by like. You don't want to watch it twice because I feel like I have to watch it twice. No, I I, I did watch it twice. I I don't want to watch you it again. Watch it twice. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I just randomly was was bored one night. I was on Amazon Prime. This movie called Arrival. The poster looked like it was gonna be like a bit of a cringe movie. I they they could have designed the poster a bit better. But when I saw Jeremy Renner on it, I was like, huh? Do I really need to watch this? But but I watched it. I was just like mind blown. It was because I I went in with pretty like minimal expectations. I was just like, wow. Like, what did I watch? And, and the ending with with her and um her daughter and that all being. And then, like, I kept thinking about it, like, like, wow, like, like what does this mean? Like, and and uh, the aliens came, and and, and the inf the information they gave them, and how that like affected everything. And even after, um, you know, I'm just gonna call her Amy Adams. Cause I thought forgot her name in the movie, but even though Amy Adams, like, even though she knew like how it all ended, and like, like the the, the divorce and whatnot, she still would would do it, um, like do her decision again. It was. Oh, it was beautiful, man. I was like, it brought a tear to my eye, okay? and that was, it was, and, and so yeah, and so I watched it that one night. And I'm like, I gotta watch it again. Like, I, I have to. So I watched it again the next day. It was, it was like, wow, that's, that's a ten out of ten. It was, it's truly beautiful. That's actually crazy because I was contemplating watching it again today, like back to back days, and I was like, no, nah, I'll give myself a break. I've seen enough movies, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's one of those movies you need to see twice just so that you can, like, go back and appreciate, like, all the stuff, you know, before. Yeah. Uh, I guess at this point, we can have a spoiler warning, right? So yeah. I don't think you spoiled anything before. Right? Yeah. Because that's pretty generic information, right? But I have a question for you. As, as a person who has only seen the movie once, mm -hmm. right? So before she learns their language, mm -hmm. isn't she getting visions of her daughter? That, that that's exactly the thing, dude. It the the movie. It see, I don't want to tell you because because when you because when you watch it again, you like you'll notice these things and you'll realize them. But but I'll I'll tell I'll tell you anyway. Like a part of the movie is that like time isn't for the aliens. Time isn't um uh like a, a chronological thing. It's not. It's, it's not like yeah linear. Yeah, exactly. It's not linear. It's not like A B C D. Right. It, and that's why the language is in circles. All right, it doesn't it doesn't go in like linear form. It, it circles. Yeah, I understood that part. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Good. good. So um. So yeah, that, that, that's basically what it's saying. So like, like she gets visions, you know, like like of her daughter in the future. That happens, and and she, and she kind of knows about it too. But she's getting it in the past because it happened in the future, and so it it, it 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 is a bit confusing. But it's basically saying like like time. Once you know this language, once you have this new information from them right because she's because she's like the number one in the world at it right she's like like the person like the expert she was the first person to know about this language and how it works and everything yeah. and so yeah that, that is like like a like a bit like like decently confusing like like even before she knows this language like if she's having like the visions like like what does that mean that but, doesn't make sense that what? doesn't make sense i also unless it's talking about something where your, your actions in the future can reflect on things in the past, right? But then, so here's the thing for me, right? Because this could be wrong. I, I usually don't think about time paradoxes, right? But it, there had to be, so, oh, there's so many different ways of like tackling this. This could, this could get long, but I'll use a different example that's more palatable, right? 
So when when she called the Chinese general, okay, mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't know his phone number, right? She didn't know his personal phone number, and she didn't know his wife's dying words until he told her in the future, though. So herself, who is now in the present, had to look into the future to when he told her these two things. But he told her these two things because she had already done it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Right. So what? This is the only way that my mind can wrap around it, at least right now, right? Is that like there had to have been a first passing, right, of of this timeline of this universe? We'll just say where like she didn't have that information. I don't know. It's so hard to like put into words. I just this that does yeah, doesn't make it, sense it, to me. Yeah, it has been like like a while since in the future as a direct consequence of something that you had done already pre or previously in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like, that doesn't make sense. I, I I'm trying to tackle that. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's also considering like 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 what you consider to be like present time in the storytelling fashion. Like like if you, if you consider her in that um, you know during the whole like you know you know finding the aliens part if that's like present time then she's she's getting memories and visions from her future self so so maybe maybe that's like (laughs) you're right it's hard to wrap wrap your mind around and like find the correct words to articulate how this all works so but does it work for you it it does in 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 a sense that like just the overall theme that like that she learns that time isn't isn't a linear thing and she has the ability to to see it in in circles it, like if you, if you dig deep into it like like you might find some like things like oh like this doesn't make any sense that that's not but in, in just like just just looking at it from like, like a step back and like just this this mat, this theme of time like is not um uh, a linear thing it's uh, I don't know, like, like, what word would you use other than circular? Like, I feel, it feels weird saying circular, but... Well, circular makes sense, right? Yeah. Especially in the context of the movie. And I get that, you know, it plays into the theme. Right, my, my issue, I, mean, I guess I can't have an issue with the logic of it, because, you know, time travel isn't real. And I'm pretty sure it can't be real. I don't know. Well, actually, time dilation exists. Interstellar, W movie. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, I... In, the, in my quest right now to articulate this, as you said, um, I'll say this, right? So let's say you have a time machine. Um, yeah, let, okay, so let's say you have a time machine, right? And you go back in time and you tell your past self something about the future. All right? Ooh, I, it, it, how did, does that affect the person who just time traveled back? Because if it doesn't, then that means that there was a first iteration. That first iteration of that first person is like, so uh, do you know those, um, um, how can I say this? <laughs> this is so hard to explain. So you know on the face or on the Google Meet, where if you screen share your own screen and you move the mouse around, you know how there's like a million cursors, yeah, like yeah. the trail behind it? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's sort of the idea that I'm trying to get at here. Whereas mm-hmm. there's the first iteration of you everything after that it just repeats the same thing that you already did right hmm. so it so the first the first iteration the first person goes back in time and tells that person and then when that person gets to that stage they're going to go back and tell the next person right hmm. so i mean that like that's one part of it 
But then at the same time, there's that first person who never had that information, right? Because if you go back in time, oh, this is like, <laughs> this is this is diluting the quality of the podcast. Is we're both just so baffled, I'd say. But like, oh, I don't know. I'm struggling with it. Maybe I'm just not smart enough. You know? uh, no, I mean, I mean, no one's smart smart enough to tackle this issue. You're right. It's 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 time travel. It's it's time bending. It's you know the theory that time isn't, um, uh, you know, linear. It's it's circular, and we're just like. Like our consciousness is at like a certain point of it now, but you know the future, like it's already happened and it's already written out. Or do you do you think this ties into fate? That like, like we we can't change what's coming. We just like, but but she just has the ability to know what's coming. Yeah, I, I saw the directorial cut thing. It was like a part of the CD, mm. and like yeah, uh, that, that's definitely like part of what they were getting at. Yeah, like fate and like if you could see your whole life or like what your life was going to be would you make the all the same decisions mm. and live that life right and apparently that was like the idea that they had before they even went into like how they were going to make the movie yeah just knowing your life or knowing stuff about your life before it actually happens so it's kind of amazing they had that idea and then they went to a rival mm. right? yeah dude yeah yeah so, that, or, so, so yeah so, so they started with an idea just you know, like about like if you knew your destiny, would you would you change it? Would you do anything? How would someone react? And they and they and they came to a sci-fi movie with 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 aliens and, and them teaching humans a new land. Yeah, that was that was a very new part because when I heard it was a sci-fi movie, like okay, they're gonna fight aliens. I'm just gonna have like you know like like a decent you know action flick for the night. And I'm gonna go to sleep. But it was like when they got into all these linguistics things and like they're gonna learn the aliens' language and figure out what they want and why they're here. And you know, like, are, are they gonna attack? Like, what are they gonna do? How the humans are gonna react? Like, that's like, wow, this is a very, like, deep, realistic, like, like amazing kind of movie. Like, if you know this time circular thing was, um, uh, you know, true, that's realistic, right? What what, what that movie is showing, how the different governments would react, how they'd work together, and who they who who they'd hire, how they'd go about it. All that was extremely extremely realistic. So I I really. I mean, yeah, this this is um, Denis Villeneuve's best film, in my opinion. But. Is he uh, the bow and arrow guy? Bow and arrow. Or is he the director? Uh, director. <laughs> what? <laughs> is it he? he, he he's the, he's the director of your favorite movie of all time, Dune. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, like I I I don't really care about directors. Just like I don't care about bands or like. Sort of yeah, I mean, I don't care about bands or artists or anything, but but, but directors, I, I, I care about. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yeah. But what um, what's I your mean, what's your rating for Arrival? Oh, you, you said nine point five. I'd say nine point five. I do have grievances with it though, and upon second rewatch, I will evaluate them. Yeah, which and, uh, what what are your grievances for now? I don't. I so for me personally, this didn't take me. Um, what is it? I. I was able to suspend my disbelief while watching the movie, but after the movie, my dad said, uh, he, he said like, it was hard for him to believe that she could like decode their language so fast. And I kind of agree with that upon thinking about no, it. No, I mean, it, 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 it was, it was a process of like two to three months, right? Or like even longer than no, that. No, no, it wasn't. No, I, I, so, I no. really, because if, if there was, it was a very bad Denis Villeneuve was a very bad director on displaying that fact to the audience. No, I'm, 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 I, I no, I'm, I'm pretty sure was. that. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. 
nobody's hair grows. There's no mention of passing of time. I mean, time is in a circle, right? So you don't really know what's going on. But like, no, I don't. It wasn't that long. I don't believe. I thought it was at, at least like uh, how, how, how long did you think it was? I mean, really, they, they didn't give me any reason to believe that the amount of interactions that they had with the aliens was any more than what they showed in the movie. Right. I mean, I I, I, I kind of felt that way, to be honest, like like they'd, they'd had more interactions and they were just showing parts of it to me. Because because I don't know, like after the movie, yeah, I, I had the I had so. I had the impression that, that they'd been working on this and like for doing it like at, like at least like a month, like a few months trying to get all this information down. Well, when you see the urgency that the sergeant is bringing to the table and how like how the other countries are like like communicating and then going offline and getting information from the pods and like the, the active news updates, like the, the, the movie didn't really show any passage of time mm. and they didn't give me, it didn't really show any reason to believe that there were interactions outside of what was shown on screen. Right. Mm. Maybe there was right. Which would, I guess it would nullify my problem of they're not of like how fast she decoded it, but then it would sort of bring in a different problem of okay, well they didn't convey that like at all. I don't I don't feel. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's just a minor my thing. Like I said, it didn't actually take me out of the movie when I first watched it, but when it was mentioned and I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that, that is kind of hard to believe, right? Anyways, mm-hmm. other things, I felt like I felt like there were some rough cuts to like different scenes or like different places well, obviously that has to do with the, the time mm-hmm. time is a loop time is a circle thing yeah right? uh the score i thought was good uh i had a, i had another problem oh yeah like obviously i don't think it makes sense that she'd be seeing visions of her daughter before she learns the language because at that point she doesn't even have the ability to see into the future right so if you can, if you get that ability later on in your life, but but that that that's another thing, right? Like is, like with with the with because, the whole um, like times. It no, because it, it doesn't make sense. Because if you get that ability later on in your life, and then suddenly you just have it for your whole entire life. No, because if 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 time that doesn't make sense. Because if time is a circle, right? And and she, yeah, because because it it isn't exactly clear whether she's been you know, having these visions for a while, or if it's just like, or if it's, um, just at the start of that. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure even, I mean, yeah, I'll have to like research more, but like, is it intended that, you know, she's been having these for a while and like, like even before, which, which in that case, it's truly like, you know, like, like time is, is a circle and, you know, like all of these are, you know, but, but, but if, if they meant it as, um, you know, only when she starts learning it, then, then I guess it might not make complete sense because it's only because if she has like just there's a small grasp of the language, it doesn't make sense that you know she's seeing things in the future and just like working that all out now. So, I mean, uh, Kaden, stop ruining the movie for me. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I, I have it at a ten out of ten. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I, I have it at ten out of ten because I, I truly don't see like. I could. Do, I thought the score was was beautiful. The, the theme, the message, the emotional connect. It was. It was all there. Like the ending, like that last frame. Like it was. Oh my, dude. Like those were like kind of like different feelings, man. Like feelings I I haven't experienced before. It was. 
yeah. you felt emotion for the first Dude, time watching Arrival. Honestly, man, like for the, for the first that. time. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, cinematography, great. Acting, Amy Adams was amazing in that movie. Like acting was fantastic. It was basically just Amy Adams the entire movie. So there's no one else to really say like, oh, they they were good. They're, it was it was it was Amy Adams. So so she did she did great. Um, yeah. Uh, the score. Yeah, yeah. Score. Sometimes score. it's hard to tell the score apart from the alien noises, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> like when they were first going into the room and they had the Mongolian like throat singing. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't tell sometimes between the score because it was like a really like abstract. It reminded me of Dune a little bit with that. Type yeah, of yeah. Hon- honestly, it's it's yeah. It was kind of like Dune. Like the music was very similar. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. Thought, it, is it the same composer? It it, it, it might know, be. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all because like like very similar. I, I, I like both, so I guess there's something to be said there. With well, I mean, you, you you love one, you think the other one's like really good, so. All right. Yeah, yeah. There's something. We'll good, have to talk about Dune a, a different day, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, arrival. We're not, we're not talking about doing on here. All right? <laughs> it's kind. Of... <laughs> I, I know you feel really personally about Dune, and you're very captivated by it. But uh, if if you're up for the it's, challenge, it's kind of as a joke. It's kind of as a joke. <laughs> All right. What's your what's your true rating of Dune? No, oh, eleven out of ten. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Got you. Got you. I gotta stay with you. All right. But, um, I mean, yeah. I, but yeah, I, arrival. Even, honestly, like. It's still, it's still art. Like honestly, yeah. truly captivating. Change, changing my opinion on movies. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'll still watch the occasional movie now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it has to be something like truly great. It has to be prop certified fresh. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll I'll have some more prop certified fresh movies for you. But yeah, Arrival is is definitely mine. Uh, yeah, top five. It's my it's my top five for sure. So. Crazy, crazy list, experience. But it's probably going to end up like at least top 10. Mm, okay. Anyways, Rob, went a bit over the time then, but you know, I just had to talk about Arrival. Yeah. So I'm going to send it off. Okay. Well, that was Foresight, Exploring Thought and Ambition with Prob and Caden, even though today we didn't explore really either of those, but we'll see you next time.